Investment advisory services offered through Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great, Saturday at 2, every single weekend, whether we've got something planned or not. We, I was going to say, we should get one weekend off here and there, shouldn't we? No. No? Not <laughs> us. Not us. We give uh, Greg the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile several weeks off. How are you? I'm great. Great. Glad to be here. Yeah. And uh, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. How you doing, Brian? Doing great. Great. Good. Glad to be here as well. Terrific. All right. You can tell Brian's on the, on the phone because he's painting somewhere. He's painting while he's on the radio. He's waiting on paint to dry. Waiting on paint. You know we got. That's right. I work. I work for the state, and there's a couple of guys who do floors. You know, like they they strip them, right? Mm-hmm. And every single time they strip the floors, because they're working for the state, you know what the separate second process after they strip the floors is? Leaning and waiting. Yes, they wait until it dries. <laughs> Find something to lean on. And they, so I'm just telling you. All right. So if you've got a question right now, call up 919-860-9783. We'll start with Brian Finch. What are you doing these days? Gosh, we're, uh, well, I'm actually doing a house down here at the beach, down in Atlantic Beach right now, doing a, a, an interior to next year. How far will you go, Brian? And where are you based? So I'm based out of Raleigh, but we like to kind of push east a little bit. Um, we've done, uh, you know, jobs down in Wilmington and Moorhead City, uh, Havelock, Jacksonville. No kidding. Well, you do that because you want to be close to the beach. That's correct. Dave. I mean, I mean, if you're, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I would rather not. Watch well, those rib tides, Dave. <laughs> Ple- pleasant day's right. work. I actually have been saving up a question for you, um, Brian. I had a customer this last week that hit me with something that I did not quite know how to answer. Now, they brought us out because they were having moisture issues in their crawl space. And we were discussing sealing up the crawl space. But the customer asked, is there a paint that they could go down in the crawl space and paint the floor joist and the subfloor with that would help to prevent mold growth and b what kind of side effects would that cause right that's a great question um i believe there's a a few different paints and applications you can use um you know those exterior higher end paints that are used in like the duration or the emeralds, um, they have a moldicide in them that really can can take your home into uh, 10 or 15 years of uh, preservation. That is interesting. Uh, so ex- yeah, so those exterior paints that Sherwin Williams and Ben Moore have out right now on the market, the um, the chemistry and the engineer behind engineering behind them, um, their makeup, they they come fully loaded with moldicides and um, and all sorts of uh, mold kind of remedies here all right here's my question this i i just common sense why don't we paint that before we put the house on it that would be nice wouldn't it be good pre-treating yes 
that would be great if if builders would do that but a lot of the time that's that's not going to be because building case. code doesn't require it yeah that's going to add a hundred dollars to the cost i mean yeah realistically the majority <laughs> of the the subfloor well. and the joists you're probably looking at a few hundred dollars to get all that painted up but Yes, I, it, it was an interesting theory. You know, this this customer spent a lot of time online trying to figure out the best options uh, yeah. that would be yeah. available for his budget. And Brian, if there's yeah. something called fungicides or moldicides or whatever they are, and they add mm-hmm. it to the paint, couldn't we just get the mo- fungicides and just spray it on the house? It wouldn't last very long. No? No. I mean, we go down there and spray fungicide to remediate mold a lot, and it'll it'll kill the mold, and it'll be dead for a few weeks. But if, oh, you, okay. didn't, if you didn't take steps to prevent it from coming back, it's just going to come back. There's a cause and effect there. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Craig, the floor guy, American Dream Flooring and Tile. Is there anything you won't put on somebody's floor? I mean... I mean, you're doing you're, you're doing uh, luxury vinyl plank, luxury vinyl. Um, yeah, we do. What's all, the other one? We do all types of residential floors: luxury vinyl yeah. plank, luxury vinyl tile. Right. Um, which there's a few different names getting thrown around the marketplace for that particular product. Some people call it laminate vinyl, or um, some people just call it waterproof flooring. But right. Um, hardwoods, and we have we have waterproof options now in just about every single flooring category. The right. technological advances this last couple of years has been amazing to me. And I'm a skeptic to a lot of that stuff, so I test it pretty thoroughly. But, yeah, hardwood, wood laminates, the vinyl laminates or luxury vinyl, yeah. site-finished hardwood, carpet of all stages from the, the, the basic um, inexpensive, what people call builder grade, up to lifetime warranty bleach proof. And as yeah. I'd spoken about last time I was here, we got carpet that'll float on wine if that's what you want it to do. Yes, that's Cere- what I asked. Ceramic if- tile, yes. um, kitchen and bath, cabinets, countertops. I don't care if it floats on the wine, but you're telling me that if we <laughs> spill the wine on there. Yeah, hydrophobic, hydrophobic carpet fiber. Just think about that for a minute. Let your mind just, you know. So I can drink my wine back off the carpet. You could. You could actually take a straw, (laughs) get down on your hands and knees with a straw. and and This is my kind of carpet. I like it. I just want to be able to put a towel down and wipe it up. Is that going to happen? Yeah, absolutely. No kidding. Yeah, they've done a lot of amazing things with carpet technology over the last 10 years. and, And just within the last few years. Yeah, yeah. You hear carpet, you think of what you find in the apartment or you at your yeah. your grandmother's house that's been there for twenty years. Yep. Or at Bob's house that's been there for thirty six years. Right. Right. So, the new stuff, the the it it's it's impressive. I've been in a lot of these new custom homes that are being put up, and they're using a lot of these carpets in the bedrooms that you know right. my guys have to go through to get to the attic to insulate oh, it during sure. construction, yeah. and it's it's just like walking on a cloud. It's yeah. it's very cool, very yeah. nice maybe, carpet. Maybe one day Brock and I can team up and carpet a crawl space. <laughs> carpet a crawl space. You know, sometimes when the crawl space is done, that Brock has done a, like a four foot crawl space. Like it look, it looks like you should put carpet and move a yes. bed a bed uh-huh. in there. He's get, yeah. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> and then he has to explain to me, no, Dave, it's only three and a half or four feet tall. 
other than that, it looks like a good room. Every that's once in okay. a while, every once in a while, we do a six, seven, eight foot tall crawl space, yeah. And, and yeah, most of the time the guy just moves in there with his man cave. He's got <laughs> yeah, his TV set say, up, all his tools. I'm gonna and, have triangle radiant barrier come come encapsulate my crawl space so I can rent it out. <laughs> it's gonna be a little mini fridge. It's a nice environment. This is a good idea. All right, Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, Brian Finch from Finch Quality Painting, and you, because the show is not what it is except for you. Totally Telephone makes number, sense. Yeah, 919-860-9783. The next caller with a question for either Brian or Craig will get a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Call us now, 919-860-9783. Are you having any trouble getting stuff like material? It's, it's getting better. Is it? It's getting a little better. What we've done is is um, we've kind of diversified our offerings. So yeah. if, you know, there's a particular vendor or supplier that's having logistic issues or supply issues or importing issues, yeah. we can pivot and put the customer in, in, in a comparable spec product from another manufacturer. Um, I actually had a meeting this week with uh, my business partner about that. Yeah. How about you, Brian? We're seeing some improvements as well in the marketplace, but it's still really tight. Um, you know, the consolidation of uh, certain paints is happening, and so they're not just there's not a whole lot of opportunity for some of the lower end or flat paints out there, and so there still is kind of a struggle to find product. All right, how about Brock? Insulation wise, yeah, batted insulation right now is is a little bit difficult to get a hold of. Some of the specific items like R thirty C and R thirty eight bats, that type of stuff is hard to find, uh, but it is getting a little bit better. Okay, how about uh, people to do the work? That is, is still very difficult. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's cumbersome. We've we've kind of planned for um, a manageable workload and a manageable experience that's what we're doing in american dream flooring and tile sure we, we've got our crew group of of dependable uh contractors and 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 installation technicians that we work with right and so you know if it we we try not to take on more than than we can handle in service and you know our, our motto is keep it five star that's what we yeah with our service part and our installation part and if we don't feel like we're going to be able to keep it five star then we, we just don't commit to it you're not going to do it all right yeah. that makes sense brian how about in the painting industry is it difficult to get people and keep people we've actually we actually don't have too many issues with people right now we've actually got a lot of uh a lot of really good guys helping us out right now and um we're just we're kind of steaming along too we're not taking on too too much um as the past years have been a little bit more busier with a little bit more opportunities, but we've just kind of put the brakes on a little bit so we could manage our um, our jobs that we have currently to the best of our ability. Brian, in interior painting, um, there's still a lot of amateur painting going on. I know this because I've seen people's <laughs> houses. Um, yeah. You know, how long have you been painting? So I started painting in college. Um I did it to kind of get some rent um, subsidized from my landlord. Sure. And as I kind of moved through college, kind of, you know, got better with different houses that I rented out, and um, that's kind of where I started. And then when I moved back to Raleigh, I did a few sales jobs, and I 
I just kind of just fell into the painting business once again. So it's just been kind of a, um, a snowball since about 2010 in Raleigh and then in the late 90s in Wilmington. And you got to know a fair amount about the paint that's put down first before you paint over it. Yeah? There's a lot of forensic analysis that we do. Um, we try to see what the person had used before by going and looking at old cans or going you know, and taking the flake of paint off the, the building or the wall and, right. and seeing if it was oil or latex and seeing kind of, you know, do we need to sand it? Do we need to grind it? Do we need to scrape it? And, and the prep is definitely the, the most important uh, aspect of our job. Are you for or against painting brick? I'm for painting brick. I'm actually sitting here looking at a painted brick house, and it's beautiful. I, you know, yeah, I, I, it's funny because people really split down that. We have an exposed brick uh, fireplace in our house, right? Yeah. And I've always been told, well, once you paint it, you're done. You know, you're going to have to keep painting it unless you want to really spend the time and it's going to take to come in there and strip all that paint back off the brick. So yeah. I've always, sure. I've always been told, oh, you shouldn't paint brick, but it it looks great. It really does. Have you painted it? Uh, well, I have not yet. We did it at our last house. We painted our our brick uh, fireplace a white paint, and it it really made the house feel a lot more modern. But I get people that ask me that question all the time: Should I paint my brick fireplace? And I've I've always kind of mm-hmm. noticed people are, have a split decision on that. What I mean, do you What do you think? Uh, Brick and and mortar are porous, so I mean, I would think it would add a coat of sealant to it as well, and it, and it add life to it. It does. It does. Brian. Yeah, and it kind of lightens up the room a little bit because you know that brick is going to tend to be sometimes it'll tend to be a little bit darker than you kind of want your room to be, and once you pop that with a little white or a little light gray, um, it tends to lighten up that room quite a bit. And my grandmother used to say, never paint the brick. And, and I, I, I like it, but, you know, I, I like asking people what, what they think about it, how they feel. Well, here's, the, here's my theory on that. Whose brick is it? And if it's yours, <laughs> you get to decide. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. That's why you bought the house. No, I mean, they're, they're, I mean some people are collectibles. Remember, we used to have a fellow who did, you know, would modernize or, or renovate collectibles, and he'd come on the show. And there's always that decision with antique or old things. Do I keep it the right. same? Right, and Frankly, guys, you own the house, you better go ahead and do it the well, way you want it. I think it looks good on the outside. I mean, uh, the, some of these homes that are primarily brick, right. if you ever find one that's been painted, it yeah. just looks like a much more modern house. It has a really good look to it. And it does. It helps with weatherization. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. lot of really good reasons to go with it, but some people don't don't feel like you should. So that's why I was asking. All right. Well, the next caller will get a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill following your legitimate question. For Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile or Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting or even Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Ask a question, get the prize on Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Telephone number here is 919-860-9783. Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile 
and Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Is there anything, Brian, you won't paint? People. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right, Brock. We don't paint people. Um, there's not a whole lot. We don't do a whole lot of concrete. Right. Um that's basically it, concrete and people. Do y'all, do y'all paint cabinets, Brian? We do. We, we, we paint a lot of cabinets. We really love to paint cabinets. And what about, like, stairs? People want I, we, we deal with this a lot at American Dream Flooring and sure. Tile where people wanting to update the floors and then the stair rails and the newels and stuff don't match the floor. And one thing I'm seeing a lot of people doing as a way to update, and it's an inexpensive, fast process, is painting the rails and the newels. Do y'all do that? We definitely do, and um, we've seen a big uptick in that as well. We've, you know, when folks start kind of redoing their frogs over their garage, um, we've seen a lot of people kind of not doing the just normal floor. I guess the painted floor is kind of a popular item as well. Yeah, yeah. There's there's good substances we can put down on the floor of the garage. They mine cement right now, and I'm I'm thinking, not that I'll ever be able to put a car in the garage but i'm thinking of putting something down there to to make it a more finished surface do you do that we do we do we actually have diamond grinders that will do kind of a crisscross pattern on your concrete um, garage floor yeah and then we'll come in with hepavac vacuum those uh that dust particle up get everything kind of dried out and um you know if you want a moisture clear coat we've got a great one called rexane um it's an armor seal product um it is a fantastic um we put two coats of that and it's literally a 20-year floor yeah we're talking with brian finch of finch quality painting and craig the floor guy of american dream flooring and tile craig talk to me about real wood floors what's it what what's a good i, I mean can i Still put in a hardwood floor. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not, not me. I'm you. Yeah, the, um, it's not the larger. I mean, most of what we're seeing in this area yeah. are the, the oak site-finished hardwood floors. But hardwood is very uh, expensive right now because yeah. of the, the whole importing issue with the Canadian border. And they're, right. they've still got Canada shut down. And so, you know, the, the supply is less than demand. So price is up. But a lot of the manufacturers have been working this year to to provide other options. Um, we have one one supplier right now who um, has a really really awesome product. It is um, plantation grown syringa. Everybody out there, syringa. Google that syringa. Plant, I'm on it. Plantation grown syringa. So basically, it's the new bamboo. It is a. <laughs> it's it's a if you want a green. Yes, you know something that's earth friendly. It's right. plantation grown. They're not, you know, chopping down rainforest or anything to, yeah, to harvest the wood. Um, but it is a hardwood. It's not a grass, which bamboo is technically a grass. Um, right. But it's high on the Jinka rating for density. It's great with with moisture resistance, and they. It's a beautiful looking product. So How is it priced comparatively speaking? It's it's very reasonably priced. I mean, it's comparable to to bamboo. Okay. Maybe a little bit more, um, but it's right there with the oaks. So somebody wanted uh, – what we see a lot is people, they want to get away from that, that thin two-and-a-quarter strip colonial-looking bl- right. blonde, butterscotch, yellowy-looking colonial floor. 
and yeah. they want to do a wider plank and they want something that's more rustic or um you know the grays and and the barnwood looks and that kind of stuff and they want to get this, away from that people are getting away from that they're trying to go to that Towards from the old that. okay are know. these six inch boards yeah it, it, uh, the ones that we offer comes in a solid and an engineered so we can put it on a wood subfloor with a crawl space or on a concrete slab really okay. same visuals and it's a four to five inch wide plank and floating no, it's a it's a glue or nail down. It's a glue product. nail down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it does the look of it? Does it have the texture like wood does? Because syringa or bamboo is it a is little, wood. It, it is, is wood. wood. It is it is oh. wood. Syringa is a hardwood tree that grows in South America. Huh. Yeah. This is neat. Yeah. Nobody else is talking about it, are they? Nobody. No. Well, nobody on the radio today. No. Yeah. You know, other than us. <laughs> I tell people about it, and they have no. They're like, "What? What is that? What is that? Yeah. I'm like, if you don't want some Chinese imported garbage, which is my opinion, what most bamboos are, is that what it is? Uh, yeah, you think? It's just not good with moisture. It, it's. Yeah. You know, it's just in my opinion, it's not a hardwood floor. I've, I've seen a, a lot of. Floor. I've seen a lot of wrecked bamboo floors. Yeah. that had crawl spaces underneath them that weren't properly taken care of. So it, it does not do well with moisture. And this is a moisture issue from underneath. Most of the time that you get floor issues that are having moisture problems, it's a direct correlation with yeah. what's going on in the crawl space. And are there houses where you would say, yeah, don't do a wood floor, or don't do a wood floor before you have Brock M and Brock in. I would say if you want a hard, right. if you're a listener out there with a home and you want a hardwood floor, you need to make sure you do it right. Yeah. And that you hire a reputable company that mm-hmm. knows the industry. They know the products. You know, I, I have a traditional oak, solid oak hardwood floor. Right. That's five side sealed that comes with a, a water resistance warranty. All right. Wow. Yeah. Five sides seal. So the under the underside of the plank, the 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 tongue and the groove of the plank are pre-sealed. Typically, wow. it's just a raw wood plank. You put right. down some black felt paper, That's roofing right. paper. You nail it in. Well, when you put nails in that product, you're right. pu- you're puncturing the moisture barrier. All right. We'll talk more with Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring in Thailand, Brock Emmons. A triangle, a radiant barrier. Making your home great. Telephone number open right now. 919-860-9783. Is there a $25 gift certificate in your future? It would be if you dialed the number. 919-860-9783. Craig, the floor guy of American Dream Flooring and Tile in studio. On the line is Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, and the other lines are available. Also, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier here in studio. Brian, I got a question for you about color matching. I had some I had some paint made up for my house. In fact, it was we knew the type exactly, the name exactly, the Sherwin Williams paint. We had it mixed up, and we because we were just filling holes, we just got a small quantity. Now we're thinking sure. we want to go do a whole wall. Is there any reason that I need to go back to that original store? There is, and that's a great question slash statement because a lot of folks don't realize that 
each store kind of has a different, say, DNA to their painting mixing machine. And so maybe one store's colorant will be a little bit different than the other store. Yeah. And so you always want to go back to that same store, especially if it's been within the last possibly 12 months, um, just because some stores will change out a lot of their machinery and um, those machines will then become newer and just uh, another different equation kind of sets place yeah. then as well. So it can be confusing and it can be kind of tough to to figure out at first, but um, the guys at Sherwin-Williams are great to kind of um, coach you through that, that, that process. All right. Jesse in Garner, welcome to Making Your Home Great. Hi, Jesse. How you doing, sir? Glad to talk to you. Good. Good to talk to you, too. What's going on? I recently had a, a deck built on the back of a house, and I had a guy come out um, and waterproof the deck. I did not use uh, Thompson water seal. I used some stuff that I actually got from the Sherwin-Williams store. When it rains, the water actually beads up really well on the deck, but as it dries, it kind of looks like there's, it looks like mold on the deck. Is that what I'm seeing, or is that something else? Brian, I think that question is for you. So the last part I didn't catch. What was the last? Uh, I think what it is is when the rain, he's happy with the fact the water beads up and it looks beautiful and just sitting there and beads on the wood. And then it dries and there's a little bit of a white stuff there. Um, right. So we're questioning what it is. So that's a little bit of a fogging process, and that's kind of not, not that it's a terrible sign, but it might not be a good sign if it did it immediately after you had it completed the job. If the job was recently completed and then it rained on top of that, yeah, um, and then you saw that white stuff, and that's not a good sign. That's going to be, that's going to mean that moisture kind of uh, got into your, your system there, and it possibly did not let it cure properly. And that's where you're seeing some of the white beadiness from it, and that's called just it's fogging up. And that's in the in the industry we call that fogging. How long ago, Jesse, did you have this done? I would say three months ago, and I let it sit there for about two weeks before I had the guy come out and put the water seal on top. What kind of wood did you use, Jesse? Um, it's treated. It's treated deck deck wood. So that treated wood sometimes that treated wood sometimes can be super wet, and sometimes you have to let that treated wood sit possibly minimum maybe 25, 30 days is a good um, rule of thumb. But some people like to let it let it sit for two to three months even. All right, that's no longer an option. Well, right. What's I was the best say, thing for Jesse now? Yeah, solution. The solution now, I think, was the best thing would be Jesse possibly if he could is maybe get back with that contractor and see if he doesn't mind coming by and just kind of assessing what, what to do next as far as maybe sanding it back down and then reapplying a new sealer. Um, and that's what I would suggest to the contractor. You know, we've talked about that on the show before. How yeah. long should you wait when, when putting a deck in the backyard yes. before you paint it, before you seal it? And, and depending on who you talk to, everybody kind of has their own opinion, but... The general yeah. consensus is literally sometimes between three to six weeks uh, and, and sometimes even longer than that. Sure. Some of these guys that have been in the industry a long time will tell you four or five months. 
uh, we know you want to look at it. You want to go out there and look at your new treated deck and how beautiful it is. But right. there's a reason they tell you that because you don't want to have to do this twice. Is this because there might be moisture within the wood? Yes. Yeah, we're trying to dry that out in the... That wood might have been relocated here from five states over. Right. You know, we don't know where it came from, how long it's been here, how long it's been acclimating to this climate, or how long it's going to take to acclimate to the climate in your backyard. Right. Right. Well, listen, Jesse, I'm sorry about this, but uh, the one thing I can do for you is buy you lunch. Yeah. Uh, $25. All right. $25 (laughs) gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill. Play your cards right, and you might actually get a couple of lunches out of this because they got a $6 burger on Fridays. They do serve you prime rib, fried chicken, uh, food and drink specials, and they are the place for lunch and dinner. 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Enjoy. Thank you, Jesse. All right. Thanks for the information. All right. Take care. And by the way, the next person who calls in gets the other gift certificate because I had two Let's do another one right now. 919-860-9783. Should we ask him to? Yeah, if you got to have a floor question. Gotta it's got to be a flooring question. Yeah, floor question. Craig's, Craig feels bad. He, I'll he throw get... in a $25 Lowe's Home Improvement card if you can stump me on any floor question. Come on. Whoa. Bring it, listeners. Wow. I'm, I'm, I, need, I need the challenge. The challenge has been laid down. All right. Jesse, All thank right. you very much for the phone call. I appreciate it. All right, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. See if you can stump him. 919-860-9783. Craig, how long have you been doing this? Um, I was actually adding this up this morning on my fingers, counting on my fingers and my toes. Since and, last uh, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, I believe I'm going on year 27. Wow. wow. In the, in the wow. flooring bit. Now, this starts back, and everybody, everybody can do the math and figure out how old I am, when I was about 15 years old. 15. Helping pops. 15. Grouting tile and, and cutting tiles and, and you know, s- sending me out to the saw to make the cuts. And, yeah. And uh, that's that's how I started at the age of 15. I remember the very first floor I ever installed was a pergo laminate floor. It was whenever wood laminates were first introduced to yeah. the public. There were these big, huge, long, I don't know, they seemed like they were six-foot-long <laughs> planks and about a foot wide, and you had to glue the planks together and then yes. put a clamp on them and let it dry. And my dad was like, man, this is the hottest thing since sliced bread, Craig. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, this floor, it's, <laughs> it's and I'm like, so good. and like, you know, halfway through the day, we've got like a third of the living room done. I'm like, dad, I'm not getting <laughs> yeah. it. You would turn those jobs down today, yeah, right? I'm, I'm not getting it, dad. <laughs> what, what I think that, I think that men and women who are involved in decorating a house ought to hang curtains together before they get married. Okay. But I think. <laughs> or choose wallpaper. Any yeah. guy, any guy who wants to wants to do construction or flooring, should have the opportunity to put down that snap-together flooring, okay? Just to realize how complicated it can be and how it's not as easy as the commercial. It's really not a do-it-yourself job. You you really need to have carpentry knowledge, mechanical knowledge to install a floor. Don't, yeah, don't try don't. doing that yourself. Don't get me going. You guys have heard me talk about this before. Yeah. You want to void a warranty real quick and waste a bunch of That's money? Right. Yes. Go buy a floor at a big box store and put it in yourself. Good luck. And then call American Dream Flooring and Tile, and we'll take it out and do it for you right. Well, tell you what. We did uh, our living room in about two hours. 
It was totally start to finish, two hours. Then we got to a doorway. Dum, and, dum, dum. and we realized What do that, we do here? Right. The door frame, because the things snap down, right? They go at an angle and they snap. We get to the door frame and we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no... Anyway, Eva in Hillsboro, I think we're going to buy you lunch. How you doing, Eva? I'm okay. How are you guys doing? Good. What's going on? Okay. I don't know if I'm going to stump, but I it, it stumped me and my yeah. husband. So we Speak had our right up. Redone. We had our bathroom redone recently. Yes. And the shower floor, we used small octagon. We didn't do it. We hired somebody to do it. He, we, we bought small, like, octagon three-inch tiles. Yes. And... The floor looks, the only way I can describe it is it looks like there's a haze over the entire shower floor. There's, you can't see a lot of definition. We bought kind of shiny tiles, and there's no shine at all. Yeah. Um, and you can't see the definition real good of the, um, the, the grout. Yes. And so, and I remember when he was in the middle of doing it, I went in the bathroom to cut through the bathroom to get to my closet to get something. And it looked like there was, like, white liquid stuff on the floor in my shower. Yes. Um, and and I, he kind of left it like that overnight. And so I called him and explained that I don't like the way the shower floor looks. It looks very, looks like there's a grout haze or something over it. He's like, oh, no, no, that's just the way it's supposed to look. Well, what do we do? Can it be fixed? And what do you think the problem is? Did I stump you guys? Well, we're going to walk through this. I got some, I got some questions. Um, how big is your shower? Oh, it's not very big. It's like probably three um, by three, two, four by maybe three. Like maybe three and a half by three and a half, or something like that. Four, four by three, something like that. It's not very big. Okay. And where's the drain located in your shower floor? Mm. In the center. In the center. Um, do you know the brand of grout or the type of grout that was used for the shower? I I have the name at home. I I'm, I don't have it with me right now. No. Okay. Have you considered athlete's foot? <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting there. All, right, getting all right, there. right, all right, all right. Go ahead. Um, sorry. sorry, Eva. After you get done taking a shower, does the 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 floor dry relatively fast, or do you have any puddling or little areas that seem to hold moisture or stay wet for a period of time after taking a shower? Well, I immediately after the shower, I use a squeegee and I squeeze down everything, and I have to squeeze the floor too because there's like, it doesn't even seem like he like it. It should be on an angle going down to the drain. It seems like the whole thing needs to be squeezed. So it doesn't have a, a noticeable slope from the outside not walls notice- to the not a drain. noticeable one. No. I mean, it doesn't have to have a lot of slope. There's a little bit of slope that's required depending on the size of the shower. But um, what you have there could be a couple of different things. It could be just a film, a, a soap scum type film that that's building up. Um, it could be a residual grout haze. If it is a grout haze, it's going to be, you're, I would think you would be able to notice it because you're going to see streaks in it and... Um, no, we don't see streaks, and it's not it's not a soap buildup because I've only been using a shower for about a month and a half now, and I don't. It's not a. It, it looked like that before I even started using the shower. It looked like that when, as soon as he was finished doing it. Well, then more than likely it's grout haze. Um, solution to that is they make grout haze uh, removers 
that are um, an, an acidic. They have a small amount of muriatic acid in them. You put some rubber gloves on, and uh, they make a special abrasive uh, sponge for cleaning it. And you just um, you can spray it on with a with a uh, like a, a spritz sprayer, or just um, soak the sponge in it and and scrub it, and then uh, just turn the shower on and and let it rinse off and. That should take it off, depending on the type of grout that he used. Um, well, there are well, I have, there I are. Um, go ahead. So I have chemical sensitivities, so I don't want any chemicals used in there. Oh yeah. And um, so, is there anything non-toxic that can be used? And also, isn't this something he should do? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, I'm not aware of anything other than that acidic type of cleaner that's going to release that grout haze. Um, and, and, and if he used a standard water mix type of grout, it should be able to clean. It's going to take some elbow grease and some time and to do it, but it will clean off. Um, and if he used a fortified grout, um, it may not come off and it might require it to have to be ripped out and retiled. Now, what is a fortified grout? Well, there's, um, like urethane grouts and acrylic premixed grouts that are made, like, some people will say, oh, this says it's it's stain-proof and waterproof. I'm going to use this in my shower. And that's more than likely uh, like an epoxy-type grout. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, we, we sell tiles that require that type of grout. Um, but we know when we're using it to follow the instructions to a T so right. we don't have that, that issue. Right. E- Eva, do you have an opportunity to write down a telephone number or a couple of words? Do you have pencil and paper with you? All right, Craig, the floor guy, American Dream Flooring and Tile, what number? 919-213-8068. Yeah, I'll come out and take a look at it. All right. And Eva. I I super duper appreciate it because he just just denies that anything's wrong with it, and I sent a picture. To a friend of mine who doesn't live in the state, he looked at it and he said, that's clearly a haze over right. there. And he goes, it's very obvious. And he did not, he, he says, I'm just, you know, too fussy or just, you know, seeing things that aren't there. Right. Eva, uh, congratulations. Best we can do is uh, send you along a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials. Fried chicken, prime rib, and the $6 burger on Fridays. Indoor and outdoor seating available at 625 Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Hope you enjoy that. Thank you, Eva. And, you know, this is this is why we, we talk about it every week. Yeah. Uh, I, every week I hear horror stories from right. customers that are dealing with poor job installation. They can't find the contractor. They can't track him down to bring him back. He did something improperly. Yeah. Guys, I know it's a little frustrating up front, mm-hmm. but spend the time looking into the the company you're going to use. Look at their their reputation, read mm-hmm. reviews about the company. And although that company might be slightly more expensive than the other guy, yeah, it's because they have a staff of people at their company that will pick up the phone when you call and need some help. And and you notice that I asked Brian Finch and Craig the same question. How long have you been doing this? Craig, you had to get good at this, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I've I've made some mistakes, but the the 
you know, it's about a mindset of making sure that you know what you're doing and that you're doing it right. That's right. All you right. Know. Let's let's pick up with uh, Bob in Raleigh. Bob, welcome to the program. Hey. Hey, Dave. How can Hi. we help you today, Bob? Quick question, hopefully, for uh, Brian. Yeah. I have my kitchen and bathrooms all have wallpaper. Yes. That's been there in place for a long time. And clearly shows its age i'm considering painting as opposed to replacing the wallpaper right but i don't my question to brian is what what is your opinion about painting over wallpaper to what i need to strip it alternatively what do you think brian so the wallpaper painting over it um we don't we don't suggest to do it. We just we, we would rather take it down and then oil prime the wall after we fix it with the drywall mud, um, and just kind of get the wall back in shape. Because sometimes when you paint over the wallpaper, you can kind of get that glue that's under the wallpaper back alive again, so to speak, and you can have some bubbling uh, take place. Yeah. Well, I've got peeling. You know, it seems not dramatic, but it's yeah. to see. If the wallpaper has served its purpose for a long time, Correct. maybe it's time to go, right? Yeah. And you can always do the seam trick where you do the, the razor blade seams on the, the wallpaper and then you mud it with uh, two coats of drywall mud and sand it and then prime it and paint it. And usually if you do an oil prime to seal the wallpaper, you should be good, but give it 24 hours to dry properly and then possibly put a little bit of a scratch on that first coat of primer and i think you should be good for your top coat all right now don't tell me what to do because i ain't doing it <laughs> well there is there is that get a qualified uh, paint professional uh, to do this brian is this the kind of thing you would do this is something we would do and all right and if you could just give us a call at the office on monday we'd be glad to help you out all right throw me a number please brian it's a 919 yep 609-7759 Seven five nine. All right. Nine one nine six zero nine seven seven five nine Finch quality painting, right? Yes, sir. Thank you. And thank you, Bob. This is making your home great. FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF. Making your home great. FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF. We don't have a lot of time, but I want to ask Brian Finch one last question. I'm thinking of doing my entire house in gloss or, or semi-gloss. I'm going to do everything in semi-gloss because it cleans up so nice. What do you think? I think that's, you know, I think it's all about the, the customer and what they want. Yep. Um, I think semi-gloss is fantastic because it does clean up quite well. It also has a great performance for gloss. I'm thinking it'll also hide the imperfections in the wall, in the drywall. What do you think? Sometimes that's true if certain lighting can be kind of, um, if you can kind of tame the lighting a little bit. If it's not too bright in the room, because that semi-gloss is what it'll do. It'll pop that light that you already have existing. All right. So that's why we like it as well, because it kind of accentuates your sunlight that comes in. And so it's a very nice uh, addition for um, adding light to the room. All right. Craig, the floor guy, American Dream Flooring and Tile. I'm thinking of going with with, with uh, lavender flooring. Can you do that? 
like some tiles with lavender in it. We, no? We do have tile tiles that have um, floral-esque patterns. So no matter my lousy um, style sense, you can match a flooring to it? <laughs> we, I can talk you into thinking you're getting what you want. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. All right. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, thank you very much. Craig, the floor guy of American Dream Flooring and Tile, thank you. And Brock Emmons, thanks a lot. As always. All right. This is Making Your Home Great.